This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, families. I am so excited that you are here with me for another episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am your host, Wendy Snyder. I'm a certified positive parenting educator and family life coach, and I'm the founder of Fresh Start Family Online. And during this episode today, we have the honor of speaking with Jim and Lynn Jackson from Connected Families, which is a parenting ministry that supports families of Christian faith. And they're talking to us today about discipline that connects with your child's heart. And I will say this, that if you are a family of Christian faith who loves Jesus, you are going to love this episode. I think anytime we can get supported with information about how we can align our parenting with scripture and Jesus is just wonderful, right? Like bring it all on. And I will also say that if you are not a family of Christian faith, before you push stop and just skip to another episode, I want you to know that you are going to be encouraged by this episode too. So yes, you're going to hear Jesus's name a few times and we're going to talk about scripture. And we're also just going to talk so much about connection-based parenting that all families can benefit from. Yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Jim and Lynn have a really incredible discipline class that is starting soon in early October that I have told them I would love to help them promote because just like I said, I don't think there's enough positive parenting resources out there for families specifically of Christian faith. So you can find out more information about that course that they are offering called Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash connected families. They are offering our listeners 15% off with the code FRESHSTART. So without further ado, enjoy this episode, families, and let me know what you think. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. Terry and I are so excited and humbled and honored to be sitting here today with Jim and Lynn Jackson from Connected Families. And we are going to be talking about discipline that connects and works. Yes, we promise you that is not impossible. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Hey, it's great to be with you. So good. We're excited too. We love watching your platform grow and your community. So it's fantastic to be doing all we can, all of us to help parents and be a support and a resource, Mm -hmm. especially during crazy times like this, right? Absolutely. A new day. It's it's one big village between all of us out there. So I'm so glad we could connect here. This is great. Yes. And you guys, listeners, you probably remember Lynn because she's been on the show before. We talked about sensitive kids, right? Lynn, do you remember the name of our episode? Mm. I should have looked that up before we started recording. 
probably understanding your sensitive, intense child. That was it. That was it. And I know listeners loved that. But now we have Jim with us, which is so important and special. And we're just so thankful you guys said yes to this. Because I don't know. You're important and special. I'm important and special. <laughs> we fill you up at the beginning of the episode here. It feels so good about me. No, I'm glad. I really am glad to be. Lynn and I love doing this work together. For the last 30 years, in fact, both avocationally at first and then vocationally for almost the last 20 years, Lynn and I have positioned our lives to be a resource to parents. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. And it's so important for us, Jim, because we love supporting the full family, right? I think there's so much work out there that is for the moms, which is super important, right? Us moms are pretty dang awesome. And we do often lead the charge when it comes to like parenting, but we know that the men need to be supported too. And to have your voice and Terry's voice here yeah. is just admire and appreciate what you're doing in the world with this work. And we're just really thankful to have you here too, yeah. alongside of Lynn. Well, and we see that same dynamic where oftentimes moms will sort of lead the way and then that becomes intimidating for dad. And it actually creates a wedge in the relationship. And yeah. we've learned to talk about parenting in a way that brings parents together, even if they want to be different. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're looking forward to talking about like, how can I parent just like you only I'm going to do it really differently than you at the same time, because as you might already imagine, just getting to know Lynn before and now me, we're very different in how we parent as well as very different about so many aspects of life. Yeah. And this whole thing about consistency, uh, you should be consistent as parents. It never worked for us. And yeah. so we, we went to the drawing board and tried to figure out some things that were helpful and that did work. And that's what we're eager to share today. Oh, so I, I think love it. Here you're actually going to do a whole topic on yeah. co-parenting and working. Oh, we get your... the guys together. It'll be so. about a three-minute podcast. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. So stay tuned. No, we'll, we'll have a few things to say. <laughs> yes, we have that scheduled in a few weeks. So that's, that's awesome. going to be so good. So, well, I'm going to have you guys tell us a little bit more about your story together of how you came to this place of your beautiful ministry that you have now. But first, I'm going to read for you guys um, a little bit more about Jim and Lynn. So in their 30 years together, Jim and Lynn have learned to bring God's grace and truth to the messes of real life. Their three closely aged kids all had straight A's before they started school, ADHD, asthma, allergies, and acid reflux. Oh my gosh. With translation, they had a wired family. So both of them chose careers working with other people's kids. <laughs> this unique combination of experiences at home and at work led them to start Connected Families in 2002. Since then, their resources have equipped thousands of parents across the globe to be more peaceful, purposeful, and confident. Jim and Lynn have been featured on Focus on the Family, Desiring God, KTIS Radio, Don't Mom Alone, The Fresh Start Family Show, and numerous other radio programs and podcasts, including their own Connected Families podcast show, which was downloaded more than 45,000 times in the first three months. So through their travels, podcasting books, online courses, and leadership trainings, the Connected Families team has had a profound global impact on parents across the world. Oh, that's so good. Are you guys just like, wow, yes. somebody wrote a lot of stuff about that's that. you guys. We were uh, talking about you guys. They got uh, the good assistance, right? Did April write that? I love it. Wow. Yeah, she might have. Wow. She's got to get the words. Yeah, there it is. It so, is. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more. Uh, now that listeners have heard that and tell us more just about the backstory. Lynn. Like I said, on the other episode, told us a little bit about how you guys got to this place. But 
now that you're together, you know, what has your journey looked like? And why is this work so yeah. important to you? And why do you do it? And because I know it's hard work, right? Being someone who builds a parenting business and tries to do it in a way that honors Jesus, it is hard work. So tell us what just inspires you every day and what brought you to this place. Sure, sure. So I started working with children professionally. I was a youth pastor and then a youth ministry director working with high-risk teenagers. And not long into that journey that was about a 15-year pre-career to what I do now, I started looking at parents and thinking, gosh, if there was a way to equip the parents, because parents would come to me and say, ah, how do you do that? Why does my kid behave when they're with you? Right. Well, I don't know, because I'm not their parent. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that simple. I realized there was a framework. There was some ways of thinking about parenting. And so I started offering in that context groups for parents back in the mid-1990s. And I was only 35 years old, but these parents were coming because they were so hungry to be equipped. Most parents in almost any family demographic, they want to have connection with their kids. They want to do a better job. They want to be the parents they want to be. And they just lack the support to do it. And it's hard in communities sometimes to talk about it because it's so much about formula and they can't get the formula right. So they get discouraged and they give up hope. And when a parent gives up hope, their kids typically give up hope. And so we stood in the middle of that gap, even when I was working with high-risk teens and started working to support parents. And the work was effective. It was helpful. The people started to talk. More parents came. Parents of kids who weren't in our group came. Pretty soon, I'm coming home to Lynn most days from work, not talking about my challenges with young people, but talking about the challenges of helping parents. Yeah. And at the same time, you're starting to develop a career. Mm -hmm. I was an occupational therapist working with parents and kids who struggled with sensory processing, behavior challenges. And in both of our arenas, we saw how these intense kids just were losing relationship with their parents and the parents were disciplining and relating their kids in ways that just was building resentment and discouragement. And so, so we really started to think about how to equip parents to keep their relationship mm -hmm. Not just intact, but even strengthened through the challenges of discipline yeah. situations. And we've seen that time and time again. It's really Yeah, I came powerful. home one day after a conversation with a dad who wanted to fix his kid, get this kid in line, and no kid of mine is going to act this way. I asked him this question, and I said these words, and I told him these ideas. And I had all this stuff in my head, like, I know I can help this dad if I can just figure out how to say it better. And I'm not a very structured, systematic thinker. So I came home with Lynn and I just blurted all this conversation. And I wrote down as many of the ideas as I could about what I had said. And we started, this is 1993. Wow. Just started to build a, like, how does this fit? And how could there be a framework that we could start to share with parents? And that was really, that conversation was the beginning of what we do today. We didn't know it at the time because we still stayed in our respective careers for another seven years. But all that time, God was stirring in our hearts about doing more to equip and help parents. So we started to do it on the weekends, avocationally, just going from church to church and sharing this little picture God had given us. And then over time, the ideas developed and pretty soon we had a ministry calling. Mm -hmm. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited 
timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Oh, I love it. Did, and did you find that most of the churches were open to it or did you have to kind of convince people? I'm just curious. When they saw this framework for relating to kids, it was like, oh, that makes total sense. Yes. Awesome. And so, you know, over the years, it evolved a bit and changed the wording got tweaked. But it was really about yeah. our relationship with our kids rests on what's going on in us our foundation, our spiritual and relational health. And how we show up to a discipline situation is very much dependent on, are we working to strengthen our foundation? Love it. And then from there, we can connect well with our kids and encourage them and communicate love no matter what. And I delight in you. And I also love you no matter what, when you're struggling. Then kids are open so that the bottom layer is foundation, then connect. Then coach, which is bringing out the best in our kids, equipping them with values and skills to walk in their calling. And we can even do that in the midst of discipline situations. We coach them towards wisdom. You know, it's like instead of managing behavior all the time, which builds that resentment, we mentor wisdom, even in difficult situations. And then yes. the last energy or, or type of parenting focus is correct. So it goes foundation, connect, coach, correct. And that last correct piece isn't about, well, what's the consequence that's going to stop this? But it's how can I guide my child to be responsible for their actions? 
to make right what they've made wrong. And that's a whole different energy about building a value of reconciliation and guiding kids toward it and then celebrating when they do it. So, Terry, to answer your question very succinctly about the churches where they open, for the first five years of doing what we did, we didn't actually knock on doors. We just got calls from word of mouth. People heard about this framework that Lynn just described and that we've developed over time. It's like, it's so easy to remember. And it's so yeah. easy to explain to my neighbors and to my parents who are watching me, parents, and they're saying, hey, that's not how I did it. And you should do it the way I did it. And right. there's, there's a lot of criticism that often parents feel from their own parents as they are sure. watched by grandma and grandpa. And the framework gave them a way to say, here, here's what I'm working on. And they, you know, then the grand. So anyway, we just try to make it easy to remember and then easy little by little to start acting on. And people talk about it. And I mean, our ministry calling to leave the respective careers we were in and go to connected families or launch connected families in 2002 really happened because a critical momentum had happened avocationally that compelled us that God was wanting us to reposition our lives. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Wonderful. And, you know, Lynn, when you just went through that summary right there, it's like, it's always one of those moments where you're like, who wouldn't want more of that? Like, so yeah, you make it very hard to say no to because what a beautiful foundation you guys were rooted in from the get-go. That's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved how you guys focus on the connection and you don't worry about proving what you're not into and you just focus on the connection and the way you speak to it and the way you lift people up and the way you just have such a positive ministry. And I think, you know, right now it's just, brings so much joy to my heart because I mean, it's a heavy season where there is so much focus Mm -hmm. on like our differences and what we, you know, like in the world between COVID and mask and racial tensions and the election. And oh my gosh, like just last night, I was Mm -hmm. like, I haven't had that much anxiety and it has started to like, just be like, (laughs) and then you just have normal parenting life on it. And then normal parenting life. Right. And I love it how you guys always bring it back to, this is what we have in common. This is what Christ wants for our families. And then Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. That's what you guys teach. And it's so empowering and it's so beautiful. And it's so in line with Jesus that it just lights me up. So I love it. Okay, you guys have three points to talk to us today about how discipline can connect and actually work. And that's what's so cool. I can't wait for you guys to just kind of go into more of these sub points that we're going to talk about because after practicing positive parenting, the same type of stuff that you teach in your programs over the last 10 years now, we've seen time and time again, how discipline actually brings us closer with our children. And mm-hmm. some of the stories I know we have from just our own personal family life. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the, the hundreds and hundreds of members we've had from all over the world who have had the same type of success is it really does like strengthen your family so much when you unlock the ability to teach with true integrity and connection. It's crazy. It can be challenging for sure, but it is crazy how much it strengthens the bond with your child, how much trust increases, how much connection increases, how much personal responsibility and shame goes out the door and all these things. And I just can't wait to equip parents with this. So number one, you're going to tell us how it's important to stay connected with our kids during discipline instead of letting discipline drive a wedge in our relationship. 
Yeah. Number two, you're going to talk about how it's important for us to have a goal to build wisdom and skills within our kids during times of discipline. And then number three, how we can guide our kids towards true reconciliation instead of just punishing their behavior. So let's start with number one, you guys. How can we stay connected to our kids during discipline instead of it letting it drive a wedge in our relationship, which is so common with the traditional fear and force punishment toolkit? Yeah, well, on the one hand, the answer is simple. And that is have a different mindset. Have a mindset that is to connect instead of just correcting. Make sure you bring connection into correction. But I know life gets going and I got my agenda and I got my stuff to do. And when kids interrupt what I'm up to with their misbehavior, there's two steps I have to take. And I don't think it's very natural for us as humans to take them. And, you know, the first one is to admit, look inward. Okay, something's going on with me here. I've got my agenda. I'm selfish. I want what I want. And I got to set that aside so that I can do this connection. So the way that it might look, I mean, we often will do role plays and maybe we could do one now. I don't know if you have sense. Because what we like to do is sort of demonstrate how we well-intentioned parents get caught off guard. Let's do it. We love role plays. The parents that we want to be. So yeah, describe a misbehavior that a parent needs to engage with. Tell us who you want to play what roles. Okay. And we'll do this. And don't overcomplicate it or we'll be here all day. (laughs) No, I'm going to give you guys the the hardest example on the planet. (laughs) Well, yeah, I love this, Jim, because inside of our foundations course, we have so many role plays. Terry, people always crack up because Terry plays like the three-year-old or the four-year-old. And sometimes he plays a girl. And they think it's so funny. I'm a child actor still. Hilarious. Well, it's just the true self coming out. (laughs) We're given an opportunity. But it really is. Parents, it is their favorite part of the foundation. Okay, let's do this. Okay. You guys help my siblings if you want. Yeah, do you want to be the kids and one of us will be the parent? I do. I love that. But I'm going to put one that I feel like triggers parents so hard and has triggered so many people lately in my own circle, be a neighbor, a good friend, to lay the smack down fast like they are like yeah, so disturbed by it that they feel like the authority and the submission and the disobedience is like it triggers them so bad okay. and they get so scared so it's just blatant disrespect and both of these have been with a four-year-old and i'm trying to think how we could take terry into it too i mean it could be two kids doing blatant disrespect it could be a an exasperated sigh or just rolling eyes rolling or just, eyes or just being like no you are not my i'm not i don't want to listen to you whatever it is but it's well you're you're doing the role play yeah the term (laughs) is blatant disrespect and again disrespect. what do i do when my child blatantly disrespects me and this sends again so many people in my experience and again in our personal circle the last few months into that like i have to actually hurt my child in order to teach them like yeah. drive the wedge in the relationship the wedge they're the relationship. not connecting yeah 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 wow yeah well, they i have think to stop they are... this i have to stop this now or this kid is going to go out of control someday exactly yes. yes yep yeah we're familiar with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that i should not be the father in this role play just because there's just I could tap into too much sin. (laughs) (laughs) You just passed the buck to me. (laughs) No, it'll be fine. Who do you want to play what role? Terry, people love it when you're like the kid. So then why don't you just be blatantly disrespectful? 
Okay, so I'm ignoring um, it right now. <laughs> so Terry, you know it's time to clear the table, and Terry, you shouldn't be on the device. Yeah, Terry, whatever, I'm going to take that I'm device just, away I'm from you right now. Give me game. that thing, Terry. Yeah. Give me that. That is not okay. Give it to me now. Now I, don't I have, have to. it. I totally if, don't. If yeah. you keep up this attitude, you are never getting this thing back. You again. are so. Do you mean. understand me? You are so mean. I'm uh. mean. You are disrespecting. I am the parent here, mm. Terry. You need to go to your room right now. Mm. Go to your room and think about this and don't come out until you can say you're sorry. Do you understand me, young man? You're going to get spanking. You're going to get spanking. You're bad. You're mean. Wendy, Wendy, stay out of this. Terry, you will get a spanking if this keeps up. Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes right now. Wendy, go to Wendy. You want a spanking (gasps) too? Wendy, this is not okay. Uh, And you'll both be spanked. And uh, it'll hurt more this time. Do you understand uh, me? Fine. Good. Now go to your room and just wait. Terry? Stupid. Okay. You and Stupid I have some dad. business to do. Okay, role play over. This is getting painful. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you took that to a whole other level. <laughs> the sibling. <laughs> she threw me off. I didn't even know we had a sibling. <laughs> I know, right? I can't you, were, you were handling both. You're like, wait, how many more of them are out there? That's that's fabulous. <laughs> I'll yeah, take yeah. Them I'll on. take them all on. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the question that we like to ask parents who get stuck in this mode right now. Yeah. What we typically will ask a parent when they describe the situation to us that's going on is, you know, what are you hoping your kids are going to get from you at a time like this? What are the messages? What are the lessons? What are the things you want them to be learning from you? Do you want me to answer that like a, yeah, so be a parent. an educator so right now, or the parent who has trouble know, with this? No, well, just the parent. the parent who's coming to me with the struggle. So we just acted out this thing. Parents will often say when we do a role play like that, yeah, that's it. And some parents will even cheer about how strong I was. Like, yeah, that's it. Way to take control. Good job, dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I got one. I mean, I think for dads, like they want like people to understand the kids to understand their position in the household is like number one. Like dad's dad's number one. They want their children to respect authority is what I hear a lot. Right. And we talk about this more in our Jesus Guided Parenting course about what that means, actually. Right. Definitely from a biblical stance, too. But that's the term that gets used a lot is they feel like their authority is being challenged and their children are not learning to respect their elders. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So respect is one. Let's another one word answers quick. Uh, Um, We want our kids to learn respect. We want them to learn proper chain of authority. Um, Right. To do what they're told without arguing. To, obedience, to, that's so a big obedience. hot button word. Yeah. Um, not talking back. Compliance. Uh, compliance. It's a little different than obedience, isn't it? Right. <laughs> what are the other things we want them to learn? So Terry's on the thing right after dinner. He should be doing what? You know, so what are the one word descriptions of the yeah. values we want our kids to be learning uh, from us? So now we're, we'll go more to educator that. mode. I so now that. it's like self-regulation, self-control, yeah. you know, emotional literacy. Flexibility. Flexibility, creative yep. problem solving, take responsibility for their actions, clean up their yep. messes, you know. Um, Wendy's on a roll. I know, right now I'm in educator well, it, mode. <laughs> and I'll just have to put out there that when I said compliance, I was coming from not the educator. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Understood. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so I mean, honestly, Wendy, that list that you're giving, and we could yeah. spend a lot of time with this, is even non-educators give us this list. I mean, right, when we do this yeah. kind of activity in groups, what do you want your kids to be learning from you at a time like that? Yeah. They'll give us this list. It's a good list. Yeah. Good intentions. Really great stuff. How many of us in our families have been intentional just to name the values we want to be intentionally right. passing on to our kids? 
Uh, Not a often. lot of families haven't done that. But at a time like this, discipline required, that's when we pull out this list that we haven't really even thought about a lot. We've got good intentions, but we haven't thought through the how as much. And that's what our, you know, what our resources do is really nice. identify, yeah, you've got a good list. They're good intentions, parents. You've got good intentions. Now let's ask an important question. If you're the children, Terry and Wendy in this role play, and you receive the parenting that I just did, and you're getting messages from me, the parent, if you're Wendy and Terry, that begin with the words, children, right now you are blank. If you're yeah. the kids, through the kids' lenses, what are the messages you're getting from me right now? You Child, don't... children, you are what? Bad. Alone. You don't Bad. get me. You're alone. An alien. Always if getting in trouble. Alien. <laughs> we have um, never gotten that response. I've never heard alien before. <laughs> I know. I People love that. I use that one a lot. You are trouble. A pain in the butt. Pain in the butt, which Making is a really my life important one. Miserable. So, and who's that about? Right. So now I'm making this four year old and five year old responsible for my emotional well being by communicating this message to them right now. Yeah. So, this is what we do is when parents come to us, this is your original question, Wendy. When parents come to us and they ask, what about defiance? And what about immediate obedience? And yeah. we're not going to tolerate disrespect around here. Right. I said, that's fine. Those are good values. The question isn't what your intention is. The question is, how is your child receiving your intention from you? And if it's not consistent with your good intentions, then there's some work to be done. And yeah. you're talking to me, parent, because you're struggling to teach your children the respect and the obedience that seem to matter to you. And it sounds to me one of the reasons you're struggling is your kids aren't getting from you the importance of that message in the context of who they are and what their life is about. Yeah. They're just getting that message in the context of what matters to dad. Mm -hmm. Well, hey there, families. I have a question for you. Are you a family of Christian faith who loves Jesus and wants to make sure that your discipline is in line with scripture? If yes, I have a course that I want to tell you about that is being offered by my dear friends, Jim and Lynn Jackson over at Connected Families. But first, I want to say this. Here at Fresh Start Family, we are really passionate about making sure that our programs and our work supports families of all faiths, all different kinds of families of all different religions or no religion are always welcome at the Fresh Start Family table. And because I'm a mama who loves Jesus and we are a family of Christian faith, we love to kind of go the extra mile to provide resources and courses and support for the families who are of Christian faith and want to make sure that their parenting is in line with their faith and scripture. So that's why I love to promote courses like this because I really truly love what Jim and Lynn Jackson do through their Connected Families ministry and this Discipline That Connects course that starts in early October is a wonderful way for families to learn more about how positive parenting and compassionate discipline fully aligns with their Christian faith. So here at Fresh Start Family, we have a few different programs. Our foundations course is our full four module online course that offers kind of the A to Z of positive parenting curriculum. Again, it's for families of all different faiths and it is really what we recommend as the starting place to be able to create a family foundation of your dreams that is strong and compassionate and connected. 
We also have a course called Jesus Guided Parenting, which is a beautiful supplement to the Foundations course. And then we love to come in and support courses like this who are offering even more support, especially on the discipline front for, again, families of Christian faith who really want to make sure that what they're doing is in line with scripture. So you can find out more information about the Connected Families Discipline That Connects course over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash connected families. The Connected Families team is offering our listeners a 15% discount when you purchase through our link and you use the code FRESHSTART. So again, go over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash connected families Click the registration link there and use the code Fresh Start. Their next course starts in early October of 2020 and is going to be an eight-week wonderful program. As a bonus for any of you who would like to register, we are offering our Jesus Guided Parenting course for free. Again, this is a supplemental course. It's not the same as the foundation course, so it's not as comprehensive, but again, it fully teaches you how our foundations course and positive parenting fully aligns with scripture and Jesus's commandments for our life. So it's a wonderful kind of gift with purchase that we're offering. We also would like to offer you four weeks of a private group that will help you implement what you learn in this discipline that connects course. So we're kind of going to be just giving you an extra support system for coaching calls that you'll be able to be a part of. You just have to send us a little note to letting us know that you've purchased the Discipline That Connects course through our link. And then we will go ahead and send you the Jesus Guided Parenting course for free and also an invite to take part in that private group where we're going to give you some additional support. So go check it out, families. Freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash connected families. That course starts in October, early October. So the time is now to go check it out. And just let us know if you have any questions and I hope to see you there. And I want to jump in here yeah. too, because you said it's a good goal to not tolerate disrespect. I haven't heard you say it like that before, and I'm not sure I agree because not tolerating any disrespect, I would think would produce whitewashed tombs. You know, people, right. yes. people sure. talk about, all right. I'll zip the lip and I'll walk off to my room and, while I text my friends about what a jerk you are. Yep. That's not yeah. respect. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I and I didn't mean, I mean, sure. I, I, sh- I, I knew you didn't. Oh, Jim, you're in trouble. Clarify. I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Go to your room. I never get anything yeah. right. <laughs> that, I love we'll that. We'll talk about though. that on our podcast, Jim. Okay. You and I. Yeah. How we don't get anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we never get anything right. That's a good one, actually. I love that, though. Yeah, that's a great point, Lynn. And but yeah, I hear what like you both are saying so beautifully. And so lining up your morals and your intentions with how you're actually coming across to your children is so beautiful. And take us now into like, how do we do it in a way that connects, right? Like, so that's what your resources do, right? I mean, that's you guys have a discipline course coming out in October where you actually empower parents well well, how do you do that right because i think we're understanding the why right now but i think they get stuck in like well how Mm -hmm. well and again i think it's an important question to ask 
But I think that if we skip right to it, we still miss some important thinking that has to fuel our different efforts. And the different thinking is if these are the messages my kids are getting from me when I discipline them with these good intentions, mostly good intentions, (laughs) then I've got some work to do. And parents will say, well, what should I do differently? Well, let's think about that in a minute, but let's first identify a new list, one more list. And that is, what are the messages you want your child to get from you about who they are, these messages of identity? So if your child leaves your home at whatever age that is these days, hopefully as soon as they're able, like 18, right, 19 right. years old, what are the messages you want them to go out the door believing are true messages of identity about who they are? So child, when you leave the home, I want you to believe that you are blank. You know, what's that list? Yeah, I love that. Well, I mean, the safe thing, I've heard you guys talk so much about the safety thing. And that comes to my mind because I'm just like trying so hard to be in the shoes and the hearts of the families who are really stuck, right? And they're, they want to shift out of like the traditional punishment mindset so much, but they still keep coming back to like, well, the fear and the force is like, yeah. is necessary, right? And I think all of us, no matter what you're doing in your home, as far as discipline goes, we all share these great intentions, right? They're so important. And one of the, the answer that you just asked me is what do you want your children to take when they leave for college? I want my daughter and my son to feel safe. I want them to feel empowered. Like they're not going to turn their shoulder and someone's going to sneak up on them and hurt them. Right. And I yeah. think that's, what's broken my heart a lot that I've learned, in, you know, in different teachings is like the, the whole idea of like, don't react out of anger, but instead wait till you're calm and then come up and, yeah. and do the fear and the force and the hurt. And it, breaks my heart more than anything else because the safety is so broken. Like I cannot imagine what that would be like to be trained as a child to think I can trust my dad or my mom. And like the misbehavior is gone. It was three hours ago. And then now like I'm in bed and I'm reading my books and all of a sudden it's like my daddy that I love so much is like, no, now it's time to hurt you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, And I can just imagine how when my daughter leaves for college, how like that then goes into a relationship with a man. And I'm like, dude, it freaks me out. Like, yeah, right. So to answer your question right there is is there's a lot of things I want my children to take when they go out into the world, but I want them to feel safe with the people that they love. That is such a good point that how we treat our kids predisposes them to seek others like that. Mm -hmm. And we actually mentored a single mom who had had very controlling parents and then rebelled as she left home and just immediately went to very controlling boyfriends, which is how she ended up as a single mom. So it's a real thing to think, what am I bringing into this difficult situation? And how do I want that to influence how my child goes through conflict with other people? Yeah, so we really focus on this idea of the messages of identity our kids are getting from us when we're relating to them in any sort of fashion. Because we're talking about discipline, let's talk about those messages of identity the kids are getting from us when we discipline them. And that first list that you gave, I'm a pain, I'm an alien, I'm trouble. If the way we discipline our kids is normally high controlling and not thoughtful about the messages of identity our kids are getting from us, and it becomes a habit, then that becomes their identity. That becomes the way they believe about themselves. And so 
we invite parents to really dig deep into what's that list of you are messages you want your child to believe is true about them, rooted and grounded in the scriptures. Uh, yeah. You know, so if you go to the book of Ephesians or First Corinthians or, you know, any number of Paul's writings to the church, his spiritual children, he begins those letters not by reprimanding them, not by telling them even important teaching, but by reminding them about who they are. So go to Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, which is a letter Paul is writing to do teaching about what it means to be the church. And before he ever does any of that teaching or does anything even remotely close to a reprimand, he reminds them 27 times in different varying ways about who they are because of the work of Christ. Yes. <laughs> they're heirs, they're holy, they're beloved, they're chosen, they're adopted, and so on and so on. The list just goes on and on. And it's such a rich, I mean, for me as a believer, when I'm discouraged, I don't want to go to teaching that tells me what to do. I want to go to teaching that reminds me about who I am. And we know yeah. that kids who routinely misbehave in a certain way, they're discouraged. And so what they need more than being told what to do is they need to be reminded about who they are. You remember the scene from The Lion King? Yeah. <laughs> and Simba's off running around, running wild, sowing his oats, doesn't care, meets dad in a dream. And dad says, Simba, you've forgotten yes. to remember who you are. I love, like, I, love I love that movie. I love that movie. I love that moment. I got chicken skin, goosebumps, yes. whatever you call it. Where just remembering it right now. And that's what our kids need when they're consistently misbehaving in a discouraged way. They don't need to be told over and over again how wrong it is, how bad it is, how wrong they are, how bad they are. They need to be reminded about what's true about them. What are these messages you say? And what Lynn and I have done, there's great big lists that we make, but we narrowed the list to four so that it would be actionable, you know, memorable for yeah. parents. And it's these four messages that grow out of the principles Lynn was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So the messages is you are safe with me and you are loved no matter what. And that creates that nest of grace, so to speak, that really answers the question, how do we stay connected to our kids during discipline instead of letting it drive away? If I go in with a goal I want my child to right out of the shoots get the message that they are safe and loved. I love that. And yeah. as we shift that goal, then it's a positive goal that inspires us versus I got a gift that's under control, yeah. which we can't actually control our kids. So when we have a goal to control them, we give them control of our emotions because then all they have to do is defy us and our anger goes through the roof. But if I have a goal to communicate right out of the shoots, you are safe with me and love no matter what, and then move on to the correction parts, that creates a whole different dynamic. Yeah. So there's yeah. lots of practical do that. We go into in-depth in the course about really unpacking what's going on in my heart. What am I believing about myself and my child? Because that's a key thing to get parents unstuck instead of trying to learn a new tip really thinking through what am I believing about myself and my child and then bringing God's grace and truth into that. That often yeah. empowers a naturally safe, connected response. Yeah. So how that might look in the context of our role play where Wendy wants Terry to get a spanking and go to his room <laughs> and is getting... I'm such the annoying self, sister. Getting <laughs> sassy about that is that I put my hand on Terry's shoulder before Wendy is even in the room. Terry, it looks like you're struggling again here, buddy. Look at me in the eyes, will you? And eye contact is a really yeah. pleasant eye contact. 
is a huge deal. Terry, buddy, look me in the eyes here. Hand me the toy, buddy. It's hard for you to obey when you've got that toy, isn't it? So I'm going to invite you to obey now after I've got the toy. Oh, it's hard. You hate losing your toy like that. I know it's hard for you, isn't it? But it's time. I've got the toy, Terry. In the role play, you don't have the toy. (laughs) (laughs) It's mine now. I'm with you in it, not against you in it. And so I'm down on the ground. I'm at your level and I'm looking at you. Terry, oh, buddy, come here. Give me a squeeze here. This is really hard for you. And I know it's really hard for you because the harder it is, the more disrespectful you tend to get sometimes. And so come here, just sit on my lap. I'm going to squeeze you for a little time out. Wendy, no, she's, Wendy, I'm not going to spank him. I'm going to hug him. You want to hug too? Come on over here, girl. One on one leg, one on the other. If you can't be respectful to each other, that's okay. We'll have your face apart. Right. I'm going to hold you here and I'm going to squeeze you. And it's going to be okay. Kids are going to through this. So there's the nest of grace. You're safe. You're loved. Now, parents will say, but doesn't that just coddle them? Right, right. Yeah. Which is why, you know, then we need to get to this question. How do we leverage this to build wisdom and skills in our kids during discipline? That's the second issue we want to move toward. Because if we stop there and just go, okay, now kids go off and play, we haven't taught them really much of anything other than that they can get away with that and get a little hug from dad. Yeah. Well, I want my children to learn to be wise and I want them to learn to make good choices and to develop that thinking part of their brain here. So, you know, this is where I have to leverage that connection by becoming a coach. Yes. And by starting to do some teaching and some inviting about making good choices or repeating things that you've heard in the past that you know are appropriate for here or now. I Uh, love that word leverage because it makes you a more powerful coach and teacher and disciplinarian in the most beautiful light when you leverage the connection, right? Like it's like a domino, like you'll be so much more effective. The the lesson will be taught so much faster. They'll resist it so much less when you have that connection in point one. And I had jotted down some things when you asked What message do you want your children to receive when you are disciplining, when you are teaching? And I jotted down a few that came to my mind, but safe, you guys covered, but capable, empowered, respected, trusted, called to the light, covered in grace, unconditionally loved, which you talked about, forgiven and anointed. Like, what if that was like the way our children walked away? from every disciplinarian situation. Wouldn't that be a different world, right? I love that. In fact, I was almost going to jump in to add something. It's like we have sort of a key thought. We have a couple of key thoughts related to this. But the basic thing is that kids learn best when they feel safe and that misbehavior is the golden opportunity for true unconditional love. So as we've dug into this more, more and more spiritually, we've come to realize that But the platinum opportunity of misbehavior is to help kids know God's grace and mercy. And it's way more effective than a lesson on that in Sunday school, as good as that is, because it's real life, it's real raw emotions. And when we can say, oh, you know, this really didn't go so well. I kind of lost it for a little bit. And you kind of just charged in here with some disrespectful demands. But you know what? God's mercy is so good for us. So good to both of us. And this is actually moving on to the building wisdom part. So as we celebrate God's mercy, then I can say to my child, I am so sorry that I just kind of did a smack down with you right away and didn't even listen to you. And I would like a do-over. Can I have a Mm do-over? And then helping, modeling that, and then celebrating at the end of it. Oh, that felt so much better to me 
I'm so thankful for God's grace that just, it's like we can ask forgiveness, wipe the slate clean, try it again, and then our brain learns a new pattern. That's so awesome. So that's just a simple way of building wisdom and skills is to do that do-over. But the key piece is to model it first and then celebrate your better result and then invite your child to do a do-over. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me now, if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Oh, so good. Yeah, we call it redos, you know, as part of like our logical consequences, compassion discipline toolkit. And it was so cute. One time we had a bonfire members little kid call it a rewind. He said, and you know, our kids now in the yeah, bonfire membership program, they get used to it, right? Because their parents are using it and modeling and teaching it. And he said one day, can we do a rewind? I didn't, <laughs> I can imagine him like imagining the little remote, you know, and it was so yeah, cute yeah, yeah. to have that new terminology, right? Like you said, do over, right. we do redo. And then this little boy added the rewind. So new, the rewind. Yeah. Some kids go try again. That's yeah. really good for the, the super young kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, that didn't go so well. Let's try again. Let's try again with more respect. Well, so, well, what's um, amazing about all this, too, is like, especially parents that might be hearing this and they see this like repetitive behavior happening over and over again with no real like progress. 
is this new way, this different way of doing things. It keeps the doors open to everyone's minds, not just your child's, mm-hmm. but your minds, so that you can have this moment to see it all the way through, to actually have a moment of teaching, to have a new outcome if you choose to do a redo, all those things. Whereas the previous way that we did in the role play, it's like everyone's doors are just shutting there. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to learn yeah. in that time. We're not going to learn much. They're not going to learn much. Nobody wants to connect. So no wonder it's going to happen again tomorrow. Right. Right. Because nobody yeah. learned a thing except for like, well, that didn't feel good. But we didn't, but we didn't yeah. learn a great way out of it. We just learned, yeah. hey, that's that, kind of just what happens. There's a, there's a psychologist that has really captured that in research, Alan Kasdan, who was uh, director of the Yale Parenting Center and Child Conduct Clinic. And then he said, just because a child understands why something is wrong, like we've lectured them, that's not okay because yeah. it doesn't mean they're less likely to do it next time. Oh, what really makes yes. a difference is helping a child, setting a child up to practice respectful behavior and then following it up with affirmation. Yep. And you do that about five times and you'll begin to see a change. And that was the nuts and bolts of what he said. And that just captured what you said, Terry, of we get stuck in these ruts and then we can punish them, but we're still practicing these ruts versus practicing yeah. something that's helpful. Yeah, we often talk about the importance of whenever it's time to say no, and it is often times to say no. What's the yes behind that no? What's the yes? What's the okay? What's the proper? How do we teach you? How do we train you? How do we invite you to tell us if we've already talked about it before. So Terry, what did I say yesterday when this happened? Do you remember, buddy? Right. Yeah. What was it? What did you say? What did you say yesterday? Well, we had to get, you know, to stop playing with the toys and the phone before dinner time. Oh, look at me, buddy, right here in the eye. Give me five. You listened and remembered. Oh, I wasn't even sure you did, but you did. How does that feel? I want to listen and remember. I want oh, a high five. Oh, well, yeah, see, and then right, the other yeah. kids watch this, and when do you get a high me, five? too, you listen? You know watch. what? You just stopped and you listened and you watched and you didn't interrupt. You yeah, remember that we toy. talked about that? Look, here's a toy. Yeah, it feels, have a toy. It feels good. What's for dinner, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's all perfect now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, right we're right, all gonna just right. give you a perfect fill. I'm still human, and sin still is a problem, and well, it's insidious. I, I love what you said, Lynn. Though, and I think this is important for parents listening. Is you said that doctor said try to do that five times, then yeah, yeah. Because I think so many people, especially if they're you know adopting some new way of doing things within their household, it's like, well, we tried it once yeah. and it that was. didn't work or if yeah. mom usually mom mm-hmm. but if mom or dad brings home something new and it's like hey well, let's do this thing let's do this thing and they did it it's like i told you that wasn't gonna work yeah. it's like you have to see it through and you have to get really you know dive into a course get supported don't just take one thing that we have said yeah. here try it once and then judge it on that you actually do have to see it through a few times yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you're convinced that it works from a biblical and a neurological standpoint, then that gives parents the perseverance to go through it. It's like when I know this changes brain pathways and it represents the goodness of the gospel, then I can stick with it, even if it doesn't have this immediate effect. So that's just one example of ways that we can build wisdom and skills in our kids during discipline. In the course, we have lots of other examples. We talk about identifying your child's gift going awry. Nice. And how to position that for honor instead of misbehavior. 
And we talk about problem solving and just some specific tools to do that. And the art of asking questions, thoughtful questions. So there's lots of different ways that we can build wisdom and strengths in this behavior that we don't have time to dive into in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say, can I go deep for a minute though? Yes, okay? please. We love deep and vulnerable. Let's try or something. I, I remember <laughs> we, we were with a group and doing a role play and we did the before and after and it wasn't like just this perfect happy ending, but it was the parenting was much better and the child complied. And a dad raised his hand and just said, you know, so, I mean, I get that and that's cool, but isn't what you just did at some level, just behavior modification on steroids? <laughs> like you've just learned more tricks and tools for getting the behavior you want. And at some point as parents, don't we have to look inward and say, is what I want what God wants? Right. Getting in and out of a grocery store in a hurry, or that was what that role play was about, or quiet at 9.15, or, you know, whatever. Is that what God wants? What does God want here? And I think one of the huge shifts that's maybe the most difficult of all that we've seen for parents to make is the shift away from this notion that if I do it right, it will work. And I mean, right. you know, you even led... Uh, Wendy, by saying, you know, this works. And the truth is, we see that when parents are more connected, relationships get better, things get better, typically, but sometimes yeah. they get worse. For yes, a while. all the time that happens. <laughs> and if we're parents who are using this way of thinking about parenting to ultimately get our way, mm -hmm. it still is really at the core as problematic as the first way, maybe even more so, because now it looks shiny, it looks self-righteous it's like pharisaism brought to parenting and <laughs> yep. we're teaching our kids how to perform in order to get approval but that's not what god's grace and truth are ultimately about yeah and so i offer this warning to any listeners and to lynn and me and to the two of you included that we've got to be anchored in grace not in the law and getting it right and making sure that it works and how do we be people of grace? It's by being people who know how to receive grace. It's being people who know how to confess sin to God, to one another, to repent and then ask for forgiveness. And that's really this last question we want to just touch on before I know we'll be out of time soon is how do you guide kids toward true reconciliation? And that's it. It's not about getting them to follow the right steps and jump through the right hoops. It's about being a person of contrite, self-aware heart that can go to our kids when we've blown it and say, hey, I blew it. I'm doing my work with God. Not like I blew it again. I'm such a bad parent. I know. It's like, no, I do my work with Jesus who tells me when I blow it, what? Yeah, you're a bad person. No, no I got yeah. you covered. Mm -hmm. yes. covered. I got you covered. Thanks for staying connected with me. Yeah. Thanks for oh, staying thanks connected staying. with me. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So now I go to my child and like, you know what? I'm doing my work with God. I'm receiving God's grace for me. I got some for you, but I just want you to know I'm so sorry I behaved that way. I want to give it another run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will you forgive me? Yeah. Now let's do it again. Now, what's expected? Uh, you know, the device. Remember, now we're talking about the device and it's distracting you, buddy. And we still need to deal with that. Okay. So let's deal with that now. Right. Do you see the flow? Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, and I think for parents too, and where you were going with it is it's like none of this should be with the intention of perfection of just like you said of just the way i want things because otherwise i think we're not only being unrealistic we're also it's very like me centric yeah. um 
the relationship that you described with God is like, we just want to keep the connection and the relationship and there's going to be messes all around it. But if your intention is just to keep that sacred and connected, then you can navigate through any storm. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like this unrealistic view that like, okay, well, if somehow I create this system that will create a perfect world for me, then everybody's going to just live happily around me. Like you said, you're probably just creating a whole bunch of weird systems just for the sake of yourself. Yeah. And even looking at the title of like discipline that connects and works, it's like, you know, I love this gym of asking yourself, well, what does it mean to you to have it work? Right. Like that is such a word that I love using because that's what parents really do want. They just want it to work. Right. They just want their kids Mm -hmm. to stop smacking each other or to stop pulling the dog's tail or to stop having tantrums in the middle of the grocery store aisle. But what is your definition of works, right? And I think after listening to this episode, hopefully you've got some new ideas around what is works, yeah. right? Like we want long-term relationship, the health of long-term mm-hmm. relationship. We want personal responsibility. We want our kids to be able to see mistakes as opportunities to learn and create positive changes tomorrow. We want them to trust their heavenly father. They, we want them to offer forgiveness and grace to others. Yeah. We want them to have self-confidence and feel like they are empowered to make a decision that is in line with God's heart, right? Like all these things, that's what the definition of works is more in line with, right? Like the instant obedience of being able to go to Sunday school without being on the parent's hip or having any type of misbehavior in Sunday school. Yeah, sure. I know that's on the list of works and parents will get that. Like you said, as soon as you build more connection and you learn more ways to discipline in a way that teaches the wisdom and the life skills, you will get that too. But think of it in all together of like, what are we talking yeah. about when we say it works? And then one last thing with this point that I love that we talk a lot about in our membership, the bonfire is, I think what you guys bring to the table and what any element of positive parenting does for families is this reconciliation is so important that I think past generations, it wasn't very present, right? So if there was a fight, if there was a misbehavior, there was punishment, anything like there was yelling, there was a freak out. And then everyone went to bed and you woke up the next morning. This is at least how I was raised. And it was like, good morning. Would you like oatmeal or cereal? And it's like, Mm -hmm. whoa, we're not going to freaking talk about this. Like you chased me around the house with a paddle last night. And I told you, I hate you. Like, and that's it. Like, we're not going to talk like that never resolves. If oh, that was yesterday, honey. We've moved oh, on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you learn uh, your lesson? That's what, like, that's what we do on Tuesdays. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And like, I, it, I, it's gnarly to me that that is the yeah. way it's the traditional setup. Or it, like there might be a little bit, but it's more like just like, hey, this will keep happening to you if you don't listen. And, and then it's, but there's never like this piece, right? And nowadays with families who step into this type of learning and really embrace it and use it, it's like, you can get through anything, like nothing will break your back. And you as a family unit, when you learn these tools that you guys teach in your course, and I know we teach at Fresh Start Family too, you are so strengthened and nothing can divide you. Your relationship with God, number one, your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your spouse, if you're in a marriage, and it's just so strong. And you have the ability to say, hey, yesterday was really messy. And now let's repair that relationship. Let's make amends that that milk when it spilled was gnarly. Like, I think we all are still shaking from it or feels like, you know, we're still our nervous system is still, but I know we're a lot better. So let's figure it out. And let me do the amends. Let's do the reconciliation. 
And it, it's just such a gift that I think is priceless. Like so many parents focus on, let's get it to work. Let's make sure the discipline works. But then the reconciliation part is this new thing that I just think is, obviously, yeah. we know it's not new. Jesus has been teaching it for <laughs> thousands of right? years, right? But it is like in the parenting realm. So I just love it. And I love everything that you guys bring to yeah. the table. And it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. A key verse we talk about is Galatians 6.1. <clears throat> it comes right after the deeds of the flesh and then the fruit of the spirit. And it says, if someone is caught in a sin, and that doesn't mean, ha, gotcha, right? It's like they're snared yeah. in a sin. You who are spiritual should restore that person gently. So Beautiful. we think that applies to brothers and sisters in Christ and everyone in it's our parenting family. verse, but it's you just don't hear it verse. taught as a yeah. parenting verse. Mm. It's yeah. a parenting verse. I mean, think about the one another's of the Bible. Every single one of them is a mandate for us as parents to the closest community in our lives, which is yes. our spouses and our children. If we're married, if we're not, we got kids in the home, then our children are number one. <laughs> yeah. And I always say um, our neighbors are the little kids that live upstairs next to us in their bedrooms. <laughs> Those neighbors are our yeah. children. So that's right. good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So there's so many practical things about how to guide kids towards reconciliation. And again, we, you know, such a limited about modeling it and talking about it and putting it on a pedestal and then helping kids to gently understand in a teaching, encouraging way, what the natural impact of their actions is. That's an art yeah. yes. versus just, oh, you know how your sister feels right now. You yes. Know? yes, That's not going to get that Holy Spirit led self-awareness for your child. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, that we could talk to you all day long, but we're going to wrap it up. Tell listeners where they can find you. And then I know I am so excited to just help you get the word out there about your discipline class that starts in October. Parents, it's called Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart. You can get more details over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash connected families. It starts in early October. Yep. And so exciting. It's an eight-week program, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, it's an eight-week course. It's interactive. Take it whenever you want. Take it in your jammies late Sunday night during breaks at work on the afternoons for lunch. Who <laughs> yeah. would do that? I don't know. But yes, yeah, it's available for you. But then there's a cohort. There's an active cohort. So you participate in the course with a group of a thousand other parents who are on the course together and interacting and giving answers to questions and doing homework and getting insight from moderators that are part of our team that help encourage parents along the way. So it's a very active experience. And then when you finish it, there's all kinds of rewards and perks that you get and, nice. and ability to be part of community at a different level. But you can find out all about that at connectedfamilies.org. Beautiful. Nice. Jim and Lynn, thank you for taking time this morning. I know you guys have lots going on. So we really, really appreciate this hour oh, that we've been able to spend with each other. God bless you guys. Very and fun. Thank you so next, much. Next time great. we're coming to Encinita, though. Yes, please. <laughs> and it's going to be February, I think. Yeah. Right. Nice. <laughs> yes. Where Come we got down and visit. Snow outside. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you guys. Well, thanks yeah. again. For more information about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 59. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day.
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start Family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.